For future historians, today's date is January 6th, 2018. Fuck, no, it's 2019. I'm sorry, guys. I'm Jonah. I'm Jamie. And I'm Lou. And And this this is is Los Los Angeles Ships. Perfect. (laughs) Pressure's off. Yeah, we did it. Um, Janie, where are we right now? Uh, Good morning, 2019 listeners. We are sitting in Jonah's kitchen dining. I don't know what you call this room. A study, a nook, a breakfast nook? It just does feel like a real mix between a like dining. It doesn't have the like largesse of a dining the room, but it, but it has the comfort of a nook. It's somewhere <laughs> in between. It's like a dining table snuck into a breakfast nook. I think that's what. Ooh, I love yeah. that. <laughs> so that's where we are. We are joined by our, by our esteemed guest, Lou. Welcome. Hi. Uh, thrilled to be here, uh, <laughs> full of esteem, excited to talk about this new year and these new ships. These, this new year and these loose ships. That's what we're going for today. That's new year, loose ships. Or is it Lou year and new ships? Or- I mean, here's the thing about your name being Lou. Uh, <laughs> any ooh word can become Lou, use, news, do's, flu. Like, it's really... Everything becomes. Can I be pulled up mic back? Just yeah, to of course. It turns out I was wrong. You, your, your first hunch was right. There. Guys, I'm trying to lean into the power zone, which is where I'm supposed to speak into the microphone, and I can't be stopped. Uh, but yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm really used to. My name gets thrown into every word. So you know, you guys, as much Lou as you wanted, New Year, New Ships, Lou right. Year, Lou Ships, New Year, Lou Ships, Lou Year, New Ships. You know, is this why you watch the Jungle Book? Because one of the characters is named Louie. Of course, <laughs> I study every other Lou that has come before that's me. That's why they put you on a podcast. Exactly. That's why. I, that's why they made me watch the Jungle Book. Is because they were like, "Oh, there's another Lou in here." Uh, <laughs> So you will like this. Um, I will like it. Hey, yeah. anything with a Lou, I love. Love that. Uh, so wow. it's a Saturday morning here in Los... Sunday morning here in Los Angeles ships. Um, and uh, we're going to be talking about 2019, uh, what we're going to be doing with our relationships that's mm-hmm. new, it's Im- mm-hmm. it may be improved, maybe it's not improved, um, <laughs> but some of our resolutions. Okay. Yeah, I think um, if we could, you know, maybe write... I would love your guys' help maybe writing a list. Ooh, I love that. Do you hear this sound right here? Ooh. Ooh, markers on ASMR. ASMR, exactly. You guys don't even have headphones. No. <laughs> you're, like, you're acting like you but can I, hear it. But I can tell. I can yeah. tell that's a sexy sound. Um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe let's just go around and each say one, this for simplicity's sake. Yeah. Let's go around each say one thing for right now that is at the top of our list for new relationship resolution. <laughs> Should we talk about how we know Lou first? Let's, you, talk, about we, let's talk about now. Talk Lou. about how you know yeah, me. Yeah, well, Jonah always loves to talk about our Los Angeles ship with the person who comes on the podcast. Aww. So this one I think is particularly funny. Basically, I stalked Lou on social media Sick. for a long time. Um, he's tight. Yeah, <laughs> that's usually what the story is. He is a UCB Sick. performer. I saw him perform at Herald Night and um, at I was. As an assistant to a comedy director, I had a list of talent that I thought was cool. So I put Lou on that list and like made my boss bring him in for an audition for something. And then it turns out that I snuck into the American Vandal crew party. I yep. don't even know yep. what party that I was, was at. It. 
and Lou was there and I went up to him and I was like, I put you on a list. That's me. I remember that moment. <laughs> I remember I got very drunk. That was the last time I got really drunk at an industry event because uh, I was like, this I can't act like this around people I'm trying to be professional about. Uh, but I do remember you coming up to me. I remember the moment because we were in the center of a very packed, like lots of people were yeah, around us. It was a big I party. think I was like trying to get from one place to another <laughs> and out of up. nowhere a person pops up, stops me, and tells me that they got me a McDonald's audition that one time. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, but it was, I mean, you know, but we've been fa fast friends. Fast well, then we ran into each other at another party, yeah. got yeah. to have a more like right. normal Turn conversation. Turns out we actually have mutual friends. Exactly. So. Uh, yeah, t our Instagram. Well, do you know the story of when we first? I know we have met before. Yeah. We have talked before. Yeah, we, and I don't remember where it was. I remembered recently, and I don't know. I think we just started talking to each other because we. It was one of those LA things where we maybe acted like we had been yes. friends already. Yes, which is great. Um, <laughs> or we had connected the Jane thing, but we were at uh, Jimmy Tatro's thing. Um, Halloween the Halloween party. party. You were in a is. cowboy costume. Yes. <laughs> and were you wearing glasses? I, I was wearing glasses. I was dressed as a 90s Disney dad at Disneyland with a with his kid. And yes. I had the glasses, mustache, yes. and the camcorder. Yes. This is all coming yeah. around. Yeah. The weird part is that Joan and I realized I got him into that party. So I was there too. Right. But, wow. I, but I left and he stayed. Wow. Really small world. And then... Yeah, so many random people that I saw at that party I hadn't seen. Tony, who did Amer American yes. Mantle, he and I used to make videos in like 2000 and like early ass on, like, you know, just cross <laughs> paths. Like yeah. when he did that Space Jam. You guys ever seen the Space Jam 30 for 30 he did? Yes. Fucking genius. But it's, uh, that, that, and yeah, it was such a weird party mm -hmm. of like just old friends, but then like just LA, like, yeah. you know, random. random hey, yeah. well, the layers of this. Los Angeles ship yeah. are deep, are deep, right. like a good croissant. Yeah, but of uh, course we're we're here now because I just saw you at a Christmas party. Yes. and that was like, oh, I, that's good. Yeah, so I was like, you have to come on the podcast, and Lou was like, I don't even know that you have a podcast. I don't so know my I'm real relationship about. to these two is that we just meet at parties, <laughs> catch up, and then this is the first time we are making uh, a choice to hang out yeah. and be in the same space outside Soberly. of an event. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all sober, just drinking coffee, and I feel like. It's going okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're that like couple that only talks drunk exactly. and sees the party. <laughs> exactly. And this is our first time. You're like, what do you look like in the daytime? Exactly. <laughs> you guys seem pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, we should start dating. Yeah, right? exactly. We can do this more often if you <laughs> yeah. guys. If this is fun, I don't know. Uh, I love that. And and some background as well. So, Lou, you are you're an actor and you do improv and yeah. Um, Would you a call lot. yourself a comedian? That's a. I always. That's always a good one. I. You would call myself a comedian. I think for a while I was going around being like, I'm an improviser, actor, writer. Uh, but it's just... Slash that, host. Slash host. Slash and, podcaster. Uh, slash podcast guest. Um, <laughs> and, but I was like, this is all too much. You're a comedian. And then when all you're like, with all the older people you're around go, so do you do the comedy store? Like you can just like... I'll just explain away that. Um, it's fine. No. That's, I mean, that's what everyone assumes when you're like, I'm a comedian. They're like, oh, comedy store. Uh, for some reason, not the Laugh Factory. Always the comedy store. Not the uh, improv either? Oh, I feel like I've gotten the improv a couple of times. Yeah. Is uh, comedy store the one that Pauly Shore's mom owns? Ooh, or is great that, Is that question. even a thing? Yeah. So. Yeah. That, yeah. That, okay. that feels right. Yeah, comedy store scares me a lot. There's like a lot of like ghosts, I think, at the comedy store. Ooh. 
I love that. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that some other time. Honestly, let's turn this into a paranormal podcast <laughs> about comedy theaters with ghosts. Yeah. Uh, Phantom of the Comedy Store. Mm, that's a musical waiting to happen. <laughs> and break into musical improv now. Uh, Lou, I think you've spun the mic into the back side. Wow. Was I I'm, guys, I'm really you trying to hit this you know, power song. I think we're going to do this. Actually, this one's easier. I think you're going to like this one better. Wow. Look at that. Guys, I'm so bad with microphones. No, you that do. Since been, <laughs> I can't have the one I had before. You sound great in this one. Let me tell you. This, yeah, this is because this is for deeper voices, oh, too. So. Okay. And Jonah can see the levels this nice. way. Oh, yeah, perfect. This is perfect. There you go. You can watch the levels go up and down. Um, I, uh, yeah, and, and, and Los Angeles ships, this ship translates to... Um, well, I guess my question before, you know, just context-wise is, are you single? Are you dating somebody? Are you on the apps? These are important questions that our audience needs to know. Well, first off, I'm married. Uh, are you really? Yeah, big time married. No, <laughs> I, uh, I'm so single. I'm so horribly single. Uh, it's like, you know, I've been single my whole life. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and I've learned to live with my singleness, but it's definitely, uh, no, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a big old one. God, it's early. Uh, yeah. Single. Are you, are you on the apps? I am on the apps. I currently am running games on Bumble and Hinge. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I call it, I, it's a scam for me. No, yeah, I'm, a. yeah, I'm currently on Bumble or Hinge. I just recently left Twitter, or not Twitter. <laughs> I did recently leave Twitter. So, so did I, though. I, I deleted yeah. my Twitter recently. Hey, dude, it's time to walk away. I, I actually, I have not deleted my Twitter. I did delete my Facebook. I did delete okay. my Tinder. Tinder. Uh, okay. Tinder. Tinder. Yeah, Tinder's a mess. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to be on there. That's... I don't want to be on there. This episode sponsored by Tinder. Sounds, yeah. Oh, fuck. Do you want, I... actually, really interesting, do you want to be on, are you on Raya? Do you have any interest in Raya? Uh, I mean, I'm definitely been intrigued by Raya. I got a friend pass that expires in about, <laughs> in, in, in about five hours. I'm not kidding. And I, really? I, yeah. Dude, yeah. throw me on Raya. Yeah. Like, let's do this now. Let's, let's do this right. I literally, I actually, so I got this thing last night. It's like, you have eight, look, I have three hours to give this wow. friend pass away. Just and somebody. This episode sponsored by Raya. Yeah. Hell yeah. Raya, get in here, dude. Yeah, so let this me. This uh, thriving me, content. Better uh, hop on the App Store, download Raya. <laughs> you'll, oh, actually, you'll get a link. It'll it'll do it all like pretty, oh, pretty yes. sweet for you. Of course, dude. This is, of course, what was I thinking? This is Raya. They, they make it, actually, their onboarding process, you you know, this is a small tangent, but what mm-hmm. Raya I think is really good at that I've never seen any dating app do is, is oh. building their um, building their network, mm-hmm. whether it be professional because they do have the like professional section mm-hmm. and like the thing. They say, you know, hey, you you recommended a couple of people that are active on the app. Here are some invites, and they remind you, and they make it really easy. They say. They'll, you'll get an email and a text and be like, hey, your friend invited you. Yeah. Come join Raya. You know, wow. super easy. So I actually think their onboarding is like impressive. Okay. Yeah. So also cool. come on right now, Raya. Like sponsor us. Look at <laughs> yeah. Did you not just hear that sick promo? Wait, what's your phone number? Uh, 626. Okay. Oh, wait. Uh, pause. Oh, yeah. Actually, here, here, here. For anyone listening, this is. <laughs> Yeah, we got real danger. We got real close right there. You just get all these like new people. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm gonna invite you to this. Let's. Uh, this will happen in the background. Let's yeah. get. Let's get into the good stuff. Okay, here. let's get into our list. So yes. we're making a list of New Year New Ships, New mm-hmm. Year New Ships resolutions. Mm-hmm. Um, I can start off with one if you if that. Kick it off, Some like dude. brain warm up time. Yeah. You so my this. yeah my, the one I'm walking in here with today I really thought about. I think in 2019. I know I'm going to be busy. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of work stuff going on. For me, when it comes to relationships, friends, romantic, whatever, I want 
quality over quantity. Mm. I know I'm going to have less time to spend with people, so I want to make better choices and spend better time. Mm-hmm. Well, I really like that. Quality time, quality over quantity with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. And I think that also means like not being afraid to like say no to plans that just genuinely are not for you. Hell yes. I think when you get older, you get to do that. I do think I feel you because in many ways, I think that this year for me is a year of like the like confident no, like knowing that I'm allowed to be like, hey, man, this isn't for me or I can't make time for this. And knowing that that person isn't going to go, how dare Lou? How dare he turn me down? Like, I don't know. It's not going to be some like, if I don't say yes to that. Then you'll lose them as a friend. Yes. I think in 2018, I kind of soft tested the like, um, the like alternate plan. Yeah. Like I have a friend who wanted to go to Vegas for her birthday. And Mm -hmm. I know that my social anxiety, the Vegas girls weekend is just not for me. Yes. And I said like, I hope you have the best time. Go have so much fun. It's not that I don't love you. It's not that I don't want to celebrate your birthday yeah. with you. Why don't we have dinner when you get back? Yeah. And I like offered something else. Mm-hmm. It is so interesting that what you were just doing is that why is it that we feel like when we say no to a friend or what, you know, to a plan or what they want, we think in our head, oh my God, they're never going to be our, like, they're never going to be our friend again. They're yes. going to get so pissed. But then you flip it and you realize, you know, if some friend told me that they didn't want to come, I, I would be like, no, I don't give it like, okay, no worries. Yeah. But I do think there are some people out there who have been trained to guilt. Mm-hmm. So like I have a friend slash roommate that if I say no to, he's not here, but yeah. if I say, yeah, if I say no to a plan, I, I essentially can't. And I, I think I love him for this because I think a lot of these plans are like good for me. Yeah. But like, he's one of those people that if you do say no, mm-hmm. then it's like, dude, what the hell? Come on. Like, come on. Like you're such a flake. And I'm like, I'm not flaking. I never set the plan. Yeah. I never said yes. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole thing. So like, maybe we also need to wait. You never said yes. Maybe you didn't say a confident. No, maybe there it was it a confident. No, yeah, you got to go with a confident. confident no. no, we're all pointing at the yeah. word on a piece of paper. <laughs> you can, can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> ASMR. Uh, but I think maybe what it's the flip is we, what we can do is not only we can get better with saying no, but we can yeah. also set up our friends so that when they want to bail or not, when they want to not support confirm, no. we support that. Hey, yeah. no worries. Yeah. You know, no worries at all. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think it's wrong to like circle back. Like, I don't think yeah. it's, I think <laughs> that's like back. something I'm trying to get okay. Like, the, the, the if I'm like this and somebody's like, uh uh-uh, uh, it's okay to go. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what about later? Like yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. them saying no the first time is unless they say no in very specific. Like unless right. they say no. Like, period. Exactly. No. This is not for me. Period. Yeah. I don't want this. Period. Right. This will never happen. Like you can yeah. you can get back. You can swing right. around. I have a question about this. Hit me. So do we? Think it's for me, right? It's right. not for Jonah. Jonah, this, you can turn your ears off. Uh, do we think this applies to like? Because we've talked about before in L.A., it's so hard to connect with people that Mm -hmm. sometimes you mistake a friendship for something romantic. Mm -hmm. Do you think that this confident no, this kind of like circle back theory applies to like it doesn't work out with someone romantically, but you still want to be friends and that there's a way to circle back on that like connection? This is literally my whole life. (laughs) Uh, The the thing you just posited is my entire, it's like crazy that you said that. Uh That's my whole thing. Like that's the thing I'm going through right now. Tell us about it. Uh, is that guys? It's very early. Uh, it's that I have been I and I weirdly had like a whole moment right before the new year about this. I'm like okay net with it now, but I've been doing this thing a lot where I will 
meet a person, be attracted to them. Like, go outside my comfort zone of, like, what is traditionally me and go, yo, Mm -hmm. I like this. (laughs) I like us. You want to, like, I don't know, try to take a spin on this? Then they'll go, no. (laughs) But, and then they, both times they've used a very, like, specific language that I've, like, like that it was weird to hear twice of like, no, not really interested in that. But if you want to be friends, that's okay. Like, but I would love to be friends, but understand if that's not what you're looking for. Um, which is like very, I don't know. Uh, I have like a weird, like whole logic, like mess up with that. Cause I'm like, well, I'm attracted and enjoy spending time with you. And I'm not like a dog who is like, well, if you're not going to give me what I want, I don't want anything from you. So I do like, I end up like, becoming friends with these people and we like hang out a lot yeah. and it's always like a little weird because I'm like kind of still like into them yeah. uh but I don't remember what your original point was I just remember <laughs> that that like the idea of being attracted to people but then becoming their friends is yeah. something I've been doing all of this year well I think the idea is that like a connection is a connection and yeah. it's like LA specifically so hard to find those things yes so it's like at what cost will you like you know, keep it. Mm-hmm. But for me, the confident no or like circling back is mm-hmm. more like maybe there's someone who it didn't work out with in 2018 yeah. who is a potential friend for 2019. And I feel but I don't that. know if those two people you mentioned, I don't, I think the ball's in your court. Like when you're ready to be their friend is when that friendship should happen. Are, yeah. Are, are you, um, my question here is you expressed how you felt. They said, Hey, I want to be your friend. Still be yes. in your life. Um, and then you took them up on that. Yes. And are you enjoy? Do you like? Do you like, sincerely enjoy that, or is there a part of you that thinks I'm gonna still win this? There. Oh, Jonah, <laughs> <laughs> striking the nerve early and hot. Now I. There was definitely. I think there's a old Lou, like college Lou. Two thousand. Okay. Two thousand and like. 12 Lou, that's my game, dude. Like, you want to talk about, like, and you know, this is, we can get real sad if you want to, but we won't. Uh, oh, hell yeah, Welcome dude. To Raya. Got my Raya <laughs> invite up in here. Uh, the, uh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Okay. Jonah's adjusting the mic. Uh, it's just, it's very close to my mouth. And so his hands were close to my mouth. You understand, listener. It's weird when people, anyway, um, like, not to get like too sad, but like, 2012 Lou's self-worth is, like, pretty low. And so, like, 2012 Lou's entire romantic game, which never really works out, is what's up? Find a person, become a, like, create a very intimate best friendship, and then just outlast every other dude, like, until they realize that, like, oh, I've been, like, surrounding myself and dating all these shitty dudes well there's just been this killer dude hanging <laughs> out and i've been telling all my secrets right uh, this guy i already i love this guy exactly he, <laughs> i already love him as a friend let's yeah. just like fuck all these other dudes let's take it to the next level yeah never worked uh, <laughs> but th- i think there's like th- that part of me i think is the part of me that sometimes is like the most eager part to be like yeah sure like we can still do this yeah. because one day <laughs> right like, i'll turn it around but I think I am in a place in my life now where I'm like, that's not how I want to start any relationship. Um, And so I don't know. I've been able to, I think both of the people that it's happened with most recently have become good friends of mine. That's cool. And people who's like, you know, uh, company I really enjoy. And I think I'm in a headspace now where I don't think of it as like, it's not a game or something that I'm going to try and spin one day. It's like, 
this person is my friend yeah. for the foreseeable future. And I'm excited about that's a, that. That's, a, that's awesome. Yeah, that's... <sighs> how, do we, how do we phrase that to put it on the list? I don't, uh, well, it sounds like this might have been a... Like, it sounds like you've... Resol- like you've ex- actually don't know if this is like... You've done. You've come to the place. Yeah, this this is, is like an older thing. Exactly. Like, you know, is this like seeing relationships for what they are? Well, he's already done. He he, old Lou did some wouldn't have see, valued their true friendship, oh, yeah, yeah. and he, I now know he does. He's done it, but I'm saying yeah. to just put it on our list for like the general. I think like, everyone can work on, but I yeah. think you're. I think it's like yeah. like. Uh, How do we label this? This it's, is it's something to. It feels like it's something in the area of like, uh, like I liked what you were saying of like seeing relationships for what they are and making the most of that That's or cool. something. I like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, you feel that? It's a pen gently scraping across a white piece of paper. Mm. I always forget the I in ships. Oh, well, that's bad. <laughs> very good. Also, Janie is very good at writing in full caps all the time. Full caps and not uh, ten, not usually spelled correctly. No. Yes. Actually, I will say I was recently taught how to do the cue cards for SNL. Mm-hmm. Like specifically, uh-huh. how like they the do the SNL style yeah. of cue carding. Someone had to teach me that for something I was working on, and it was very cool. That is really cool. Yeah, I felt cool. That's about a very it. yeah. You can now go to New York and be like, yeah. "I'm me. ready." Yeah, yeah. I, this is how I would do it. I would fill out cue cards in the perfect style that said like, "Hi, I'm Janie. Please hire me." And I would right. stand outside. And Ooh, that's good. Yeah. I was just thinking about the cue card scene. I always think about this cue card in Love Actually, mm-hmm. and um, one of the uh, actually. Two things from this small, quick little tangent. Mm-hmm. One is I've always wondered what if the guy had answered the door, mm-hmm. and he had, you know, the guy could have been like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" Like my best friend. Have you seen Love Actually? Of course, okay, I've seen yeah. Love Actually. And um, are you a romantic? And exactly. he, he would have been like, "Why are you holding these cue cards? Like, what do they say?" <laughs> and he was like, "Nothing." And then he would read them, and he would see that this is like some shit going on. I just thought, what if such an easy thing yeah, that could have. Yeah. When they cut to him opening the door, is he holding them in front or are they behind him? No, I think, well, he does the whole thing where he, like, says shush. Yes. Then turns on the carolers. Then I think he, like. Pulls them out. I think he, like, starts turning them around. Yeah, I think it, yeah. I think it takes it. They're not out. Yeah, they're not. Or, no, I think he is holding one that says, like, be quiet or something. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. Shh, don't say anything. Um, I, I want to take a quick, this is a good mini segue into a recent article that I read on thecut.com about uh, Take Me Back Culture. The reference was this Cardi B Offset stunt, mm-hmm. wherein Offset did some sort of just romantic gesture at a show of hers. Oh, when he proposed to her. Is that what happened? Yeah, he proposed to her live in front of her own audience at a show. Weren't they already married? Or they were like... I think at the time they were broken up, actually. Okay. Which is like... So the article was like, what if a man showed up to your place of work and proposed, like demanded you back, mm-hmm. you know, via something to do with love? Um... And it actually brought up something called Take Me Back Culture, which is this concept of, in the end of romantic comedies, these grand gesture moments wherein the guy shows up to the airport, professes his love, and wins back the girl. And how it's like, that's actually asking, that's not okay to ask of a woman to associate love with, like, grand gesture. Um, And it's... It's, uh, I, I wonder, do we, what, how do we feel about that? Because if that's the case, every romantic comedy has gotten it wrong. And that's, I'll yeah. pull up the exact quote that I love, but just what do you guys think of that? Well, 
I, you can go first. No, after you. I mean, I had a, like, I had a grand gesture performed for me by an ex. And I really, when it happened, Mm -hmm. I had a moment in my head where I was like, this isn't, I was like, in the movies, they never tell you about the conflicting feelings that you feel Mm -hmm. inside. Yeah. And I had a real internal struggle because I was like, I love this person. I appreciate this grand gesture, Mm -hmm. but I'm not done being angry. Mm -hmm. So what I ended up doing was saying like, I appreciate this and I'm not ready. And if you really love me as much as this gesture is saying, then you'll give me time and you'll give me space. And that's how it went down. Mm. See, I feel like that is it. Uh, Side story, just because I have a grand gesture story that I love, which is that (laughs) freshman year of my, my friend's freshman year, I was a senior at this time junior or senior um she was she was breaking up with her like long-term boyfriend who lived in new jersey and we were in boston uh and he sent her a ring in the mail to like propose to her essentially what after like to be like i know this just you like don't like the distance thing but i am going to propose to you via the mail and uh, the envelope showed up and there was a hole in it and the ring was gone and he immediately drove from New Jersey to Boston no. to like try and find it. No. Never found it uh, and they broke up. But he did try and mail her a ring. And we talked for months if he like if he like took the ring out because he didn't actually want to buy one. But it was insane. Um, what? But yeah, what? he tried to mail her a ring. Yeah, but uh, did he cover it? Like, I wonder if someone just saw there was, like, a diamond ring. In I it. mean, that's, I think, what happened. He just put it in an envelope? Yeah, he just put it in an envelope. Like, not even, like, a FedEx. Like, <laughs> nothing tracking, special. No tracking nope. number. Hey, he didn't have that kind of money. He spent it all on a ring. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. but then I would be like, I care more. Like, what does it say about my future with yeah. this person? Right, I mean, if they can't track an envelope, then it's a valuable object. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I think you are, but going back to the yeah. point, what you said, I think, is 100% right. Is we don't, like, in that moment, we don't get, like, the reality of, like, you still did the things that led to this this the fact that we can't do this yeah and the idea that you are willing to expend money and energy is not is not showing that those things won't happen again or that you're trying to change yeah. it's just that you're willing to spend money and energy uh which some people especially in rom-coms where like we don't see what happened we don't see like the ramifications of taking out a loan to buy a diamond ring like <laughs> we don't like see that so yeah. uh we just have this i we just walk away with being like oh yeah if you like just spend a bunch of money on a lady uh you know she'll uh negate her own feelings and be like yeah you're yeah. right uh the uh, but another thing, Jonah, is yeah. that in those cases, it's like the guy's showing up when he wants to, and it's mm. like so much about timing. Like maybe Cardi B didn't think that the performance was like the most convenient time yes. for her. Also, he's like stealing her spotlight. Like I, there's a, and the Cardi B reference, she says there's a lot we don't know about the off the off screen. There's a lot that we don't know with mm-hmm. these relationships, but that the main point is that this idea that you are expected to win someone back via a stunt. Is sort of the is sort of the crazy part, and um, I forgot what I was just going to say. Oh, the uh, Jesus, what have well, I? Uh, sorry, what? Yeah. I, while you're thinking of what you were going to say, another thing is that it teaches women that you should expect this from someone. Uh, mm. And right, I mean, I'm, I was like a young. I mean, everything I know about love, I learned from romantic comedies and Broadway musicals. Broadway musicals are worse than romantic comedies <laughs> about teaching girls like good values for how to respect yourself. But what, what would be well? So the one thing I did I remembered is that um, 
Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Wait. Did you oh, just, second time. Um, the guy, like the, uh, it, it, I was talking to Lindsay, our friend Lindsay, about this. She has a dating podcast about New York stuff, but she was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Lindsay, what do you make of this article?" And she's like, "Well, every time that a guy has written me a letter or done something like this, it's because they've done something wrong." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, that's really interesting. Every time that I've actually, when I was dating that one girl who is my only serious girlfriend, I wrote her letters quite a bit. But that I think a majority of when we do stuff like write a girl a letter or like." something it's because we've done something wrong mm-hmm. which is interesting because like for men though for guys guess, yes for yeah, guys for women i think that we do grand gestures f- to celebrate like good and happy moments mm-hmm. like any i've done lots of grand gestures over the years for people because i'm just like a very giving person mm-hmm. but to me it was always like something happy and like celebratory and filled with love and mm-hmm. then you never get that back mm-hmm. and then men feel like oh the only way i can get her back is like to match the level that she had so now that I'm like in the doghouse, so to speak. Now I will yeah. put in that level of effort. And I also do wonder, like, I would really love to talk to a same-sex couple about like dynamics that they've noticed. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like maybe this idea that these are men and women doing these things is kind of outdated. Mm-hmm. The truth is that everyone has grown up seeing these movies and mm-hmm. it's just who you identify with, like in the story. So I'll I'll this this quote, you know, to wrap in the uh, the concept of taking back culture, this quote really puts it well. It's what is imperative is an insistence on a richer, deeper and more productive emotional vocabulary so that we can come to understand that a romantic partner is not meant to be one and willpower is not love. Ooh, Ooh. I love that. I mean, it is like, it's like, it is true. There's so many rom-coms that it's like, you just got to do the right stuff. Uh, <laughs> if you like, if you execute the correct series of actions, yeah. then relationships will happen. Did you see that um, Adam Devine, Colby, Colby Smulders, is that her name? The girl with the blue eyes? No, Alexander Lex- Daddario. Alexander Daddario. Talking about when we met. <laughs> time we met or some, it's a time travel Adam Devine movie on Netflix. Um, no. Okay, you gotta watch it. Okay, Janie, come on, the I've premise, seen it. The it's premise not, of the movie is what you just said. We're not like, plugging time. We well, I thought it's I interesting. Mean, hey, we have three possible sponsors for this episode: <laughs> the Cut, <laughs> Raya, and this time travel time, movie. Time yes. Adam and Squarespace. It's if Squarespace. you guys ever need to buy a website, it's super easy. You guys all have a Squarespace, right? Of course we do. <laughs> I can speak to the nature of my Squarespace and how my relationship with my Squarespace has never been more. Or thriving. Uh, Use our discount code Lou L O U, and that that goes for every episode. It's always <laughs> Lou, not just this one. Um, the uh, okay, let's go to resolutions. I I, I think we tangent. It was well, a good you, tangent. Jonah, can you yeah. think of a resolution to take away? From exactly. That? Oh, from well, from from that. Maybe making more consistent gestures, not just when you're. Ooh, yes, yeah, I think gestures. I think po- more positive gestures that are not. Um, reactionary, mm. non-reaction, non-reactionary gestures. Great use of the word. Sounds reactionary. like an Apple iPhone exactly. uh, feature, <laughs> guys. With the iPhone 10's reactionary, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With our with our non-reactionary um, gesture movement, gesture you can movement. think of something, and yeah. the iPhone's gonna do it. Uh, that's great. That's yeah. So I think, and that what that to me says is, um, you know, write a girl, write. Write somebody I care about a letter. I'm not going to say girl because I, you know, the amount of people I care about is larger than the amount of girls I care about. That makes sense. Yeah, Where, yeah. More people in your life. Write more people in my life letters. I might just do like a monthly letter thing. Yes. Another thing is like, I last year I started texting friends and just saying like, 
I appreciate you yeah. and like I love you and just unprompted mm-hmm. and just like letting people know that like I really valued their friendship and their mm-hmm. support and kind of like not being afraid to like tell the people you care about that you care about them. Yeah. I had a friend who like they were telling me that one of their re- resolutions last year was to anytime they thought about a person just reach out and let mm. them know that they were thinking about them. Like wow. because they were like you're on my mind. Yeah. Like but instead of being like, "Oh, would it be weird if I like and I tried to do it one time and it didn't work out very well." <laughs> I will say it was like very it was like it was just like weird. I was just like, "Hey, uh, how are you?" I was thinking about you, and they were like, "Ha ha!" And then I think I like they were like, "Great." Uh, then they asked me how I was doing, and then I was like, "But really, how are you doing?" And then they never said anything. And now they're in Tokyo, and they're having fun. Uh, but it was definitely it like, but it is. It's just good. It's good yeah. to put that energy out into the world yeah. of just like a little bit more, you know. Connectivity, you uh, not so much like oh, I'll hit them up when I want or need mm. them. It's like oh, just or when the, it's too late. Yeah, oh. not to get, not to get, no, but you know, it's like damn. Yeah, well, it's sorry, it's early. Is there something you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think uh, I think that I think that's great. I yeah. think letting people know how how you feel about them in just even a nice, friendly check-in yeah. way is, is super cool. That's a good resolution. Let's get okay. some. Let's get some Los Angeles ship stationery. You guys can buy it from our e store exactly. on Squarespace. Exactly. If you go to uh, <laughs> yeah, you go to the Squarespace website and go into merch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Slash Lou. Slash Lou. Everything on it. I'm very much tied into this show now. <laughs> permanent uh, co-host. Per- permanent. But I don't. There's only two microphones, so normally I just uh, just sit in the room. Um, <laughs> so you guys can all assume for the rest of the podcast that you hear, I'll be in the room somewhere without a microphone. <laughs> Laughing, exactly. <laughs> on Raya. And on Raya. Yeah, I'll be thriving on Raya. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't. Let me come back and do this show in a year. Let me just, I'll be here with my hot Instagram model girlfriend <laughs> talking about how Raya changed my life. Wouldn't that be really wild, though, if this entire series, sequence of events was like leading to like your future wife? I mean, who like knows? literally, you and I meeting all those times. You coming on the podcast. Jonah happening to have a three-hour spree <laughs> on the code, and then this is like how you find this. that would be incredible. <laughs> the Raya, it's interesting. Raya is both two things I've noticed. One is that no one talks to each other. That cool. it, you can match, and then no one follows. I can, I can like, and I, I don't think it's me. Maybe mm-hmm. it is me, but like no one responds. And maybe I'm not being. All I say is hi. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to win you over with some witty line. Like that's. It's not real. It's on an app. Yeah. But the second thing I notice is that a lot of people who I meet who are actually happy couples tell me that they met on Raya, and I'm like, what? What do you, you know, like? I've, I've met several people who are dating who are like super happy and like cool and normal who met on Raya. I have one set of friends that I was hanging out with last night that are a Raya couple. No way. And they are. Were they happy and cool? They seem very happy and cool. He, uh, she recently introduced him to Marie Kondo. Is that her name? Mar- uh, Marie Kondo. Yeah, Marie the uh, Kondo. tidying up yeah, and joy of he, life. Yeah. He just he cleaned up his entire. He had so many clothes yesterday. Uh, out and she went home with him to Arizona for. Christmas is beautiful. Wait, is he on the Netflix show that just dropped? Which one? There's Mary Kondo just dropped. No, Nef- he's not on. He's not like. Oh, introduced her to the art of oh, Mary Kondo. Exactly. Got it. I thought you like literally. I was like, wow, this is like a really. He got her group. on the Netflix show. <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah, they uh, they're a thriving couple, and they're both they're they're a Raya That's awesome. love story. Raya love story. Wow. 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 Uh, uh, <laughs> 
bits. Because, you know, it's just kind of these kind of bits that we get into. You know, these good three charming people with uh, two microphones. Two microphones. Um, I, I think resolutions, what can you do to execute, you know? Well, actually, one small thing, and I hate to change it around, but no, no, yeah. I want to just know one thing. We were talking about where we look at romantic comedies as a way for what um, love is supposed to be like in these the stories. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not an accurate portrayal. And yes. literally from a elemental style of like, okay, it's a production. There's 20 different writers, all that shit. Yeah. But also because clearly times have changed. Where can men and women look to find examples of a healthy modern relationship? Oh, that's good. I mean... A book. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a book. Okay. No, a book. Yeah. Well, so I don't. Did okay. I'm. I'm have a question, but I'm not going to say it on air. No, I no, think that. Ask l- it on air. Well, please I was, ask it on air. I don't know if it's like taboo to talk about Aziz. Is oh, he? It's a good question. We can talk about Aziz. I mean, didn't something weird I happen? Know. I don't know. I read his book, Modern Love. Oh, okay. I thought it was really great. I mean, the he did like real scientific studies about mm-hmm. relationships, and he talked about in the in the beginning of it, like how he didn't feel there was one place to go with all these questions, mm. and it's so so. Have you read the book? Uh, I love. So yeah, that's a good book. I think there are lots of books that talk about like these real relationships. Um, Arden's book, Almost Adulting, is great. Mm-hmm. Um, Arden Rose is my friend. She was on our podcast. She's hey. lovely, yeah. Yeah, she had an episode about how she she like met her boyfriend on Twitter. Mm. and But her book is not a book about dating. It's just a book about her own experiences, and that included dating. So I think like trying to find books and listening to podcasts that have people's like own real perspectives mm-hmm. is the way to do it, not fictionalized romantic comedies. Definitely don't watch any Broadway musicals. 100%. That's the worst of it, but... But I think I'm always going to be this guy. Uh, what's up? This guy coming in. Uh, <laughs> Incoming. I also think... Inca, watch out now. <laughs> I There's also a big part of me, though, that I think wants to get away from all of those kind of things. I don't know. I think, like, one of my uh, resolutions for this year is to really just... Not throw myself at people. That's not. That's not like the. That's not the verb that I'd like to use. But it is like open yourself up. You is have it? to just like put Video. yourself out there. Put right. Out it's there. like, like I think the thing you learn from a rom com that's bad is that you are going to walk into the right bar at the right time, see the right person. They'll make eye contact with you. You'll make eye contact with them. You'll then like go do your own thing. But then you'll make eye contact later, and you'll say. I should go talk to this person. Then you'll talk to them. Then it will be perfect. And then you'll date. Uh, Like, I don't, I think that there's a lot more effort required. I think there's a lot more vulnerability required. I think that a lot of the reason people like Hinge and Bumble is because you match before anyone starts talking. So it's like, there's a whole layer Mm. of vulnerability that gets taken away of you putting yourself out there. Mm. And I don't know. I think... 2019, I'm trying to be more okay with the idea that it's not an attack on my self-worth if I ask somebody out and they say no. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you at some point, the book of, like, how it works and the le- the listening of how people talked about it and what their experience was, it feels like it, at the end of the day, your experience will be wholly your own. Mm. Uh, and you're just going to have to live in that. Uh, right, it's like it's kind of like um, what's that movie? The uh, 
the, with the different perspectives. Um, no, no, no. Like the OG, like Kurosawa. And it's not Kurosawa. Oh, we're back. Rashomon. It's like Rashomon. Well, oh, it's like the three accounts it, of what happened. It's like it's like five accounts. Or, no, it's, it's three. It's just like Rashomon. Yeah. We've <laughs> all seen Rashomon, <laughs> right? There's well, three wise men, and they each recount the instance differently. And it, the whole thing takes place with these like three men sitting in the rain. It's just different POVs, and it's about an, an actual neighbor. But I think what's interesting is that, as you said, learning to accept your interpretation of what is happening when you go to talk to somebody. Yeah. I agree. Do you think that by putting yourself out there and by going to talk to someone at a, to say you talk to someone at a, you meet someone at Whole Foods, whatever, yeah. um, do you think that that's going to, having that organic experience and not overthinking it is then going to lead to a new retrospective look on the modern dating tropes? Like, you know, is that what the key is? Like, I guess my question is, I don't think there's so many words and so many things that are probably not good to do and expectations like grand gestures, just as an example, grand gestures. Like, okay, if we're tossing those out the window, maybe it's not grand gesture. Maybe it's like the win back. Yeah. Then what is the right thing to do? What mm -hmm. is, yeah, I mean, I, first of all, I love what Lou just said. <laughs> love what Lou said. I, really, I yeah. really loved it. And Jonah, I think what you're now kind of leading us towards is, I really feel like the important perspective shift here is seeing that like everything you do is worth your while mm -hmm. because you're learning from it. So if you go to the bar and it's not the right person and it's not the right time, but you do succeed in talking to someone, then that's a huge win because you practiced putting yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And now when it is the right person and when it is the right bar, you're going to be all the more prepared for that experience. And I feel like you know, we're so hard on ourselves because we think it has to be like perfect every time. Mm -hmm. But if you can accept that, like there's a small win no matter what, but it's a personal win and yeah. it's not like about the other person. I think that's the thing to look at. And I also think, so um, you're trained at UCB yeah. and I have gone through the levels there. And like, I always felt like what they were teaching had so many life lessons tucked mm -hmm. away in it. So like when you're doing improv and you're on the back line, you're supposed to just step out not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. You're supposed to step forward and be prepared for whatever scene may come your way and just like put yourself out there and like wait for the scene to form around you. Mm -hmm. And it's so scary to do that. But when you do it, like that's the only way that your your life can happen. Yeah. So it's like such an amazing thing to think about that you, we have to put ourselves out there with the unknown in the world in order to accept like whatever happens. Yeah. And I think the answer your yeah I think one hundred percent that's like key. I think it is like it's so much things everything's going to start happening when you activate like you things will activate. start you must activate for things to happen just kind of being there going like okay well I hope mm. that eventually I get the match on Hinge that I like and then we'll go from there it's like I don't know I think we could everyone could do a little bit more activation uh as we do in improv in life but i think to answer what you were saying mm. about like what what are what are the grand gestures of 2019 and what like i don't know i think that i think we're in an ex for me i like for the culture i think it is exci an exciting time where uh the gender the way gender dynamics work are shifting because we're looking at them and going that scene in Love Actually is bad. Like, <laughs> like that's what we do now versus the 90s where we were like, fuck yes, all I want is for a man to come to my house and play choral music and attempt to seduce me even yeah. though I've already decided to, that I'm married to another man. Uh, 
Like, I think it's exciting that we are looking at gender dynamics and being like, maybe this should not be this way. And I, you know, I think when we're in this like weird nebulous space, no, we don't have that yet. But I think we're going to eventually someone's going to film themselves like, I don't know. Putting a like leaving rose petals all I don't know that's a grand gesture but I don't know I think like <laughs> something's American going beauty. to yeah, yeah that is American beauty fuck <laughs> uh, which has Cuban Spacey which is yeah, now bad yeah, right. uh, oh it's all bad no but I think that something is going to I think like those new yeah. ways will form and grow and go viral on Instagram and then somebody other people will do their versions of them yeah. uh, and then they'll trend on Reddit and then those and then they'll be put in a movie and mm-hmm. uh, then for the next generation those will become yeah. what love mm-hmm. looks like in its most effortless form. I love I love that the I, and maybe that's a, maybe that's a resolution is where gender dynamics are changing, mm-hmm. but let's all lean into that and like yeah. let's all like. Guys, let's do a better job of whatever it is that we've been doing really bad at, you know, (laughs) and girls, let's, you know, let's flip the stereotype, you know, let's, let's not, um, let's not encourage the grand gesture, you know, let's, or unless you really love it, but that's like, I think what's so maybe it's having the right response to the grand gesture. Yeah. Cause yeah. honestly what I did in that moment was better than I could have planned Yeah, because I, I acknowledged the effort mm-hmm. and then I said, but I'm not ready yet. So now you have to wait for my signal Hell when yes, I'm dude. okay. And, and you do something there that I think is really good, which is you informed. I think what we can all do is help inform each other of, of what we would prefer or like to be done. Like rather than not getting a response um, or deny or denying or whatever it is, say, hey, this that doesn't work for me, and here's why, and mm-hmm. um, you know maybe this is the better way to say it, and like I don't know. Okay, that's great. Let's try it once more this time. Yeah. Uh, Louder, faster, <laughs> and if you could just actually stand <laughs> under that light, don't move there your you body, go. move your face, don't move your body. This time, a little more <laughs> believable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that that's that's a pretty good res. Better outcomes. Better what what is it? Help inform better. Um, I would just say like relationship etiquette. Like I just think we could. How do you spell etiquette? Ooh, take a guess, and we'll tell the (laughs) listeners how. Yeah, Jamie, one letter at a time. E. E T. T. Okay. 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 Keep going. Keep going. You're not done. Et. E T E Q U I T. Etiquette. That might be close. I don't. I mean, I'll tell you right now. I thought it was etiquette. I thought it was E D. Etiquette. Etiquette. I think I also think of it as etiquette. Etiquette. It's E-T-E. etiquette, guys. For everyone out there who's wondering, she spelled it E-T-E-Q-U-I-T-E. And we really should have done. No, I didn't. Yeah. E-T-I-Q-U. Etiquette. Well, you wrote it as etiquette. Etiquette. Could have been etiquette. But hey, it's fine. Not bad. 2019 goals. Better spelling. But yeah, I don't know. So... um these are these are really good goals. I think so. Uh, and I think Los Angeles ship listeners, we are curious what your goals are. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, you know, we if you you guys, we can all hold ourselves accountable. Janie, mm-hmm. you're, you'll get over it. Um, Three out of nine. Two thirds correct. I got a 66%. I would love to think if that's how we looked at spelling. Uh, you got three out of nine. Right? Hey, you were mostly right in the spelling of that word. You know it what? Wrong. Funny enough, I think, don't we, but don't we, because our iPhone, if we get like 50% of the word right, it's going to fix the rest. It is, I'll tell you, spelling is one of those things, like I write letters sometimes, and it is, uh, that's one of those things that I feel, I. that's the most like technologically uh, uh, like needy I ever yeah, feel yeah. is when I'm writing and I'll go like, 
Well, that's a word that I write all the time, but I've <laughs> never actually thought about how it was spelled. I type four of the letters, and then the rest appear. Yeah. For uh, me, that's the word Wednesday. I can't spell the word Wednesday. For me, it's the word restaurant. Uh, for me, library's up there. Library? Li- li- well, because it's... Library. It's Library. all those words that I can't stand out. So, like, yeah, like, Wednesday, Wednesday well, is one that I, like, yeah. figured out. Wednesday. 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 Right, well, now, yeah. Every time I write... Wednesday, I have to say a wed Wednesday. Yeah. Oh shit! Isn't it Wednesday? Oh, maybe it's W E D N E S day. Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, and when I write business, I have to write bus in Ness. Oh, busness is another one that I <laughs> definitely get wrong a lot. Anyway, guys, this is now a spelling podcast. Uh, <laughs> that's actually hilarious. Uh, uh, all right, so we are. Everyone in, in traffic is probably arriving back at their house right now. They're in their driveway home. and uh, or their parking lot of the street, and they're just waiting for the podcast. Um, what uh, What are we going to do to hold ourselves accountable here? What are we going to do to track our progress? You know, real, you know, real quick. Um, it maybe we, you, you know, know. I'm a big fan of like a three month check in. Great, you know, it's like uh, write these things down for you somewhere what your your goals are, mm. and then like just like I don't know. I like to tack things up on a board. I have like a bulletin board in my house, so I like That's tack cool. things up there. Yeah, so it's just a. It's not like uh, it's not like a. It's not. I didn't like put it on my doorway. So mm-hmm. like every day, like but it's like every once in a while, I will like be like, "That's right, I'm trying to do that this year." Uh, That's great. And then like you come back in March, come back in. June, come back in September and be like, how am I doing? Right. Come um, back in December. Fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck. No. <laughs> A whole year. But yeah, I think it's like, uh, it's just, I think it's important to like write something down to make it real, mm. uh, to give it to activate form, it, as you said. To activate it. Which I, I love that word they use because yeah. activating is a concept that is very difficult to understand. Yeah. Janie, your goals will just keep each how other posted. Will you see them through. How I see them through. Well, I wrote. I just wrote down follow up and check in mm. on self. But I think follow mm. up is also its own thing. Yeah. I want to have more follow up, follow through. Like if someone texts me, I want to text them back. Hell yeah. Even if I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say that, but I oh. think everyone deserves a response. Here's yes. something very tactical and interesting. 2019. This is something I heard and I did for some reason. Is the year of the red receipt. That you know, it's crazy. I have been thinking about how I want to turn my red receipts on for days. I've done it. It's game changing. It's good. Like, do it right now. It yeah. does feel. Fuck it. You know what, <laughs> guys? This becomes a part of the podcast where I just slowly turn. Oh, I think I called somebody. This becomes a part of the <laughs> podcast where I just slowly download Raya and turn on my red receipts at the same time. <laughs> yeah. No, you're uh, coming out of here. Changed, changed more during one podcast than you uh, did. In- but yeah, I. You know what? For listeners, I am. Turning on my red receipts, <laughs> and I did it. Uh, no, I. Uh, oh, there it is. Yeah, it does feel like. Uh, it does feel like something I. I've multiple times I've been like, turn them on, turn them on. No, it does a lot. Gonna- it does a lot. I, I actually see a difference already, and maybe I just feel different. But it's a matter of like people will then know when I've seen it. I'm not always available. You know, it, it, it's it's just acknowledgement. Like, what do you do when you read it and then you don't respond? Who gives like wait? Well, no, are you are you gonna is it because you're driving? Like go respond eventually. You have a you have time yeah. to respond. You have to respond instantly. But I think it also it maybe gives you a level of I think it maybe at the beginning, because I think those are all my like knee-jerk reactions of yeah. like, oh, I'll read it, and then somebody will be like, Your shrimp is here, and then I'll keep distracted, and then yeah. they'll think I'm an asshole. But I think uh that goes back to the other thing you wrote down. Uh I'm sure that goes back to one of our things. But I think there's also 
there's like a level of like you will I think start to be better at being like it's not a good time to check my texts because yeah. once I start looking at them I expect I expect myself to respond right because otherwise I'm being a dick yeah so so I, that's holding yourself accountable it it is exactly that and wow. it's exa- it's also what it does is it says okay I read it and I realize that I don't need to respond instantly that yeah. I'm you know so it 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 just only to me so far has done positive things so. Yeah. Curious to see how that goes for I you. I really like the idea. I'm, wow. Guys, this podcast has given me a lot. It's given me a Raya account. It's given me the confidence to turn on my read receipts. It's made me check in with a bunch of stuff I believe about relationships yeah. and dating, but maybe haven't actually activated in the world. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feel obligated to do all the things that I said I believe on this podcast. So I'm inspired, too. I think it's, I think it's been a really good time. I think... and. Uh, I think one thing I'm trying to get better at checking myself in is um, is I have a lot of goals and dreams and things that, you know, my, but I find myself in 2018 losing track of a daily reminder of like what I want. And so what I want to lock in on is like a daily way to, if it's like just writing down or just looking at a video, I make myself almost like that 50, 51st dates where it's like, I, it's like, Hey, don't forget, this is what you want. This is what, this is what you're working towards. So that's going to be my, my, I haven't quite cracked what that is yet, but that's going to be it. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe you should put the poster on your wall then that Lou didn't put on no, his Yeah, wall. no, poster. Maybe, yeah, maybe you throw it directly on the wall so yeah. you have to look at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Mine is like a tiny stick it note that, put, <laughs> that like Goals. eventually I'll like move stuff right. around and be like, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I love it. Cool. Thank you. Well, Thank Lou, you. we appreciate you. We appreciate, I appreciate you. you. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, please keep us posted on how this Raya thing works out. <laughs> oh, well, guys, you'll have to have me back on the podcast. Yeah, we, no, we should months. do a check-in. Like, I'm curious. Like, I want to open it up in a couple of weeks. Let's see who you're talking to. What the you know, eat all that yeah. stuff. Here, we'll, I'll just send you guys a voice memo. <laughs> Incorporated into yeah. the podcast. And now for our daily check-in with Lou. Exactly. Um, welcome back to 2019, guys. Sorry we disappeared there for a second to our ten listeners. <laughs> um, hey, but they care. They and do. Yeah, they, they want to know. Um, and. Uh, yeah, guys. Anyway, we all just we we do say something at the very end here. Okay, at the end, we just do a casual fade out of. Bye. 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 Bye.